live from Hollywood, California, live to tape in the beautiful Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Once again, it's Nota Bene, X Felix. We are here at the Hollywood Roosevelt, myself and Mr. Benjamin Godsell. And we are joined by a very special guest. This is Olivia Barrett. Hello, Liv. How are you? What's going on? We saw you last night at our little event. We had a party last night. Yeah. It was okay. This was nice. Yeah, I feel like it was a good. I mean, even though none of uh, neither Nate or I are from here, it felt like a coming out for Los Angeles, a certain segment of the art world. Anyway, I think so. People seemed excited to be out and in the world. I was seeing so many wonderful people that I hadn't seen in a year and a half uh, because I haven't been to LA in a year and a half, and that was wonderful. But yes, I also got the vibe that that a lot of people were seeing. Each Nate other likes seeing people. I could maybe do with a couple less, but it was. I, I I adore people. I, you know, it's like my favorite thing to do. It was really yeah. it was hectic having to like be a host, like talk to people. And I loved it. Like, I loved it. it. Was feel, I mean, you must do this like dinners and stuff or whatever for the gallery, like, feeling like everyone's feeling like taken care of and given like some like energy and love and attention. Um. Anyway, um, Liv, are you from Australia? Is that true? Australia. Okay, I usually don't like most Australians, but you're pretty cool. Um, I, I was feel exactly <laughs> the same way. Um, not necessarily I'm, about. But I'm asking. I'm asking for a reason. That's nothing to do I got beat really. up by Australians once. Yeah, in, that, uh, that that tracks, bro. That yeah. tracks. Um, what do they keep the the swimming pools really warm in Australia? Or how do you feel about the temperature of swimming pools? Ben is angry that the swimming pool at the Roosevelt is 85 degrees. I don't have to answer. Oh. I just, I, you know, we had this party last night, a little activation. I, you know, I didn't have a ton of drinks, but I wasn't feeling the best. I was like, I'm going to jump up, I'm going to hit the pool, love to jump into a pool, like grab like a couple minutes of sun, and that just kind of washes the night away, washes the sins away. Go down there, grab my towel, uh, get the suit on, uh, take off the shirt, realize Jerry Saltz is like behind me. That's annoying. Shout out, Jerry Saltz. Hey, Jerry, great to see you, buddy. Jerry, where's your podcast? Um, jump into the water expecting some kind of cool, clear, clear crispness to refresh and like really re- give me a rebirth almost in a quasi-religious way. It's fucking 88 degrees in that pool. It's 85 degrees air temperature. It's a bathtub. It's I a hockey shit bathtub. myself. It was terrible. Um, yeah. I don't recommend. We are in Hollywood at a hotel pool. It's human soup. It's not I just don't get pool. it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like, I don't I mean agree, to waste your time with this, but it really, it's on my mind. I got to say it now or else it's just going to I'm glad fester. you got it off your chest because you would just, you let this fester inside of you all day. Your anger okay. at en- the pool. Yeah. Enough about, uh, enough about my narcissistic life um how are you how's things been in la recently like the most recent period like the past like say two or three like post people getting jab months you know la is a city where it's very kind of it's so stratified it's very choose your own adventure people's realities are kind of siloed so how it is for one person is definitely not a kind of collective experience um but it has been yeah it feels like a lot we all imagined that there would be a kind of linearity to this and then we're realizing it's not so ideas of endpoints and things like this are constantly being rearranged and that of course like impresses itself upon yeah i'm having a really hard time galleries and museums and and shows and when things are going to open and when globally you'll be able to begin we were deprived from museums for so long that i have to say when i've seen kind of very pointed special shows recently you know, I've been resensitized to that kind of phenomenological so experience. All, all the of museums art. here were closed down for like most of the, yes. like not even just a limited amount of people. Because yeah. everything I read and like 
I'm certainly no scientist and, and absolutely not a doctor. It seemed like a uh, maxed viewing of art at a limited capacity was like in like big, tall ceilinged rooms. It was like fairly like a okay. Right. But I think LA was just a little bit more cautious than New York, certainly. I think almost any city, really, in terms of. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make fun of LA for this because I'm, I'm not either. Good. You know, it's, um, it, it's, you know, it's the safe thing to what do. Have you, what's up in the museums now that, uh, th- is there something I shouldn't miss? I'm hardly leaving this room. I came to LA to fucking sit in this room and podcast. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. But give me, give me one. <laughs> give me a reason to live. I don't know if I can provide that, but I can <laughs> advocate for. I mean, it's worthwhile seeing Made in LA. We have two artists yeah, in it, yeah. so you know. I. I mean, yeah, I have we a should see that. Interest, but, um, <laughs> no, that's the kind of show I want to see. That's a bunch of. Uh, Young or, or uh, not? Young. It's a snapshot of artists working in Los Angeles right, right now in in the Hammer Museum. Um, yes. it could be likened to like I don't know Greater New York at PS One or something like that, but it's, it's really focused mm-hmm. on LA. Let's go see that. Maybe we'll, we'll go see it. Um, um, so this is a good segue into uh, introducing you, Liv. Uh, oh, you oops. Know, Liv is the founder of Chateau Chateau, one of the best galleries in town. There's a fabulous Helen Johnson show up that I saw on Saturday, and it is. Divine, everyone's talking about it. You started the gallery in 2014. I did. Yeah. What sort of? Where did the gallery come from? What was the? Uh, what were you doing before? What made you want to open Chateau Chateau? I love the name. Also, I think I, I've asked you where the name comes the from. The way one narrativizes one's life when you're talking interpersonally versus on a public podcast is so different. So I'm going to have to kind of this is true. reconfigure that can a little bit. We get the interior narrative. Lying is that. We can talk about that later. Lying is encouraged on a okay. podcast. Great. Okay. This is not fact be fluent at it. Um, so I was living in Australia. I was working more curatorially, independently, and within institutions. And had also worked at a commercial gallery there, um, a kind of interesting, scrappy, young gallery, one of the only kinds of that in Australia. And the scene is so small that that's not really seen as a conflict of interest. So um, very fatefully on one occasion, a kind of friend of a friend came to town, wanted me to take them around, see galleries, studios, things like this. I did it. They invited me to curate a show at their gallery that they just opened here um, in West Hollywood. They then lured me to work here. I got to work on a secondary George Condo show. I had no idea the secondary market existed at this point in my life. Do you know where (laughs) some of those pictures are still? Oh, yeah. I know where they came from. I know where they went. Just one No business on the pod. Continue. Okay, continue. No art dealing on the pod. With... (laughs) (laughs) with no sense of the kind of hydraulics of this space i was like oh this really resembles price fixing okay (laughs) 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 anyhow um it was a very uh revealing kind of time working for a gallery that was very engaged in the secondary market and they kindly brought me on to introduce different programming Um, which I did for a couple of years. And then the kind of like dissonance between those two spaces was very clear. And I met someone who would become my business partner for a period of time who had things that I did not have, such as the right to continuously live and work in America and capital. So, (laughs) hot. and he's a hot business partner. (laughs) Um, And then we started the gallery. 
Where was your first location? I know I went to it, but I can't remember exactly where that is. It was not very far from the current location. It was on Pico Boulevard and Grand. It was downtown. It was not in that kind of like thickness of the fashion district, but it it was was kind of of adjacent. adjacent, Yeah. What Um, was downtown like in 2014? How was it radically different? It was radically different. I drive past that spot and I don't recognize it. And I think something that is a kind of subtext for all galleries in LA, especially all young galleries, is that you know, we live in a city which has essentially sold its civic duty for scraps to property developers. Yeah. And we both contribute to that and are affected by it. And, you know, all of our operations are somewhat defined by it. So it is, you know, not that uncommon for galleries to have to move. And yeah, we kind of made that choice for many reasons, including the kind of upending of that neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I recall when there wasn't, an, you know, an Apple store in an old theater and whatnot in downtown. Yeah. And yeah, I remember in 2003 when I lived there. That's Gnar- right. Gnarly, bro. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I looked at the intersection where you lived the last time you told me. It was like, it's Kid Row, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool off, though. We never really got around to building the walls inside. Anyway, back to you. Um, you've always kind of like vasculated, at least in my, in my mind, and since I don't live here, tell me if I'm wrong, between kind of doing kind of curated shows or special projects with, mm-hmm. with artists or makers and then representing practices. Mm-hmm. Is that still true? Do you still kind of do a little bit of both? Or you, yeah, or you, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think my reason for being is certainly the artists that we represent and the, that is the kind of foundation of the gallery. But I think... Um, it's so important for the artists and just for all our own levels of interest and kind of curiosity that we bring other things into the programming. And also it's, you know, you set yourself up in a situation where you have this space and you can really do whatever you would like to with it. So kind of drawing on that seems important. And um, yeah. And what were you, I mean, going forward and backward, um, before you were working in the nonprofit sector and for the commercial mm-hmm. gallery uh, uh, in Australia, what kind of what were you in uni- university directly before that or a graduate program? Kind of how did you find your way into this world we so call art? I went to university in Melbourne, and um, there was a kind of adjacent art school where all my friends went, and I was studying art history and philosophy, and you know, just your garden variety all general. the dry stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the theory, the theory, the theory, and I then just started to write about my friends' shows and kind of create frameworks for them. Started off being text and then it kind of expanded into exhibitions and kind of playing with those spaces. Um, At the same time, I started to work in a very kind of like low level at ACCA, the Australian Centre for Contemporary Art, the only kind of true Kunstall in Australia, I think. And concurrently to kind of cultivating these outside activities, I worked at ACCA, started to become more senior there and given a little bit more opportunity. Um, And arts are, well, no, this is not a kind of currently correct statement, but arts then were well-funded and you could kind of explore, artists, curators, writers could be given the opportunity to kind of do projects with a little bit of government funding. And I really had no sense of the market or, which is not necessarily a great thing, but just those initial moments were kind of explored in a space that was not necessarily very aware of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. In a way yeah because of that. I think it's exactly. better to go, you know, 
obviously from that direction yeah. to the other direction. I'm like, <laughs> what up, Jeffrey? A smoother um, transition. Than and that. had you, um, like, had you wanted, it was Los Angeles on your personal map or personal mm. goal list of a place you wanted to explore and be involved in or did it come out of this kind of business partner? Yeah, I, no, so I, um, yes, it was very much on, my map. Um, in fact, Fiona Connor, who is an artist who recently joined the program, yep. she's someone I've known for many, many years. And she was at CalArts here. And when you live in Australia, you, when you're going anywhere, you have to stop somewhere. <laughs> and I guess like Los Angeles seemed like an enticing place. I would visit here semi-regularly. Um, and I did a couple of projects with artists from LA and brought them to Australia. So it kind of happened, first it was just like an instinct to come here and there were galleries here and artists here who I admired. And um, I just had a certain kind of level of curiosity and then I started to come and then Fiona was here consistently. And then that kind of relationship, I guess, created the opportunity to that then when I was asked to move here for a job, I then felt very enthused about that relocation. And um, LA right now, I think is sort of like, a, kind of like an inflection point. Like this week is mm -hmm. gallery weekend, the first time that, that all the galleries sort of banded together uh, to, you know, have an event that people like sort of travel into town to see. At the same time, um, I hear about New York galleries signing leases over here like, like crazy. Um, I reported a few months ago that David Zorner is opening. I just heard two other New York galleries are opening mm -hmm. in that same vicinity. Is that good for LA? Is it good that like, you know, assholes like me and Ben are just coming and like opening up spaces because like the, the leases are cheaper and you know. I mean, it's it, a horizontal city, man. There's space. Yeah, there's so I know, much it's space. A, it's I a know. horrible thing to say in a, in a city that has such a, a large unhoused population. But you yeah, know, but yes, in terms of um, uh, retail space. Well, that's why I was wondering, is, is it good? Like, is it good for, for, for you guys? Is it, is it good for the gallery scene in general? You know, it's such a complicated thing to consider because my instinct is that you know I don't think that there's sort of I don't think it's a zero-sum game right. I think that the more activity there is around art the better generally somewhat I guess I yeah I mean as long as it's not like <laughs> but, monopoly and shit. yeah however um I yes there is such a kind of like existential undercurrent in this city of the crisis that it's in that like even the things that you want to enjoy like it being a kind of stronger attractor for these other players and enriching the you know the kinds of exhibitions and the commerce around art in this city it feels like there is always this sort of like um there is such a strong relationship there to what is going on with the broader population in LA, but I do, I mean, it is good to have many positions in the city. It's, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Um, I'm kind of, I enjoy the activity that it brings for sure. Um, I guess I'm just also cautious of these kind of like greater structural conditions that this is playing to, so. Totally. Sorry, wow. that was a bit of a downer yeah. answer. No, I, I, you really I, yucked my yum. <laughs> You guys are trying to have a fun week by no, the pool. No, no. <laughs> I'm having a fun week by the pool. I mean, well, yeah, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in, a, I'm in a hotel room and the pool's 88 degrees. But uh, I also no, like, I think, I, I think that's important to, to, to talk about. It's also, I've always liked, I mean, this might be a romantic part of me. I'm always one of the reasons that at the end of the 20th and early part of the 21st century thus far in the United States, 
Um, LA has been the most important city for artists. I think that's due to mm-hmm. a variety of reasons, including the schools, the very important artists that stay as teachers, even after they've developed commercial careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, real estate, again, that is easier to find studio space compared to New York. And I've always thought it created healthier artistic practices because there was a bit more distance from yes. the commercial market, as opposed to those East Coast art centers and art schools where kids then uh, yes. immediately migrated to New York, where I think there's a tremendous pressure to show and to show soon in a certain mm-hmm. type of gallery and I think oftentimes it means people are showing before their practice has completely just mm-hmm. dated mm-hmm. that's the right word yes um and uh, and I think LA has managed to escape that but I wonder if, if mm-hmm. all of these more kind of commercial things both from outside and inside could lead to an altering of that. that's it it's like the conditions that people are attracted to by being attracted they change those conditions oh and there's it, a term for that what is it uh, observation something it's a scientist science thing anyway this is not a science pod. Sorry. It's Sorry. Still very informative. <laughs> if you editing. say so. I'm editing this out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Anyway, go on. Um, By yes, observing I it, it changes it. Yes. Um, and I, I definitely agree in terms of this kind of like precious spacing between the artist's studio and the activity that goes on in there and the kind of world of commerce and the sites of commerce that kind of exist around them. I still think in LA and you hear it a lot, like you can very much kind of opt in or opt out socially and where to be. And whereas in New York, it, that kind of like density and visibility is sort of hard to escape. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't heard that, but that makes an awful lot of sense just considering how people's lifestyles work here. Yeah. Um, what is your, what is, how much would you guess? Like, what percentage of art are you selling to Los Angeles-based collectors on, a, like, you know, on average? And what? How much of it is going outside of the kind of greater LA area? Um, gotta call my bookkeeper. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. If I had to say, probably forty percent Los Angeles. I think that's a lot. I think that's that's a, good. Yeah. That, yeah. that feels like yeah. really healthy and sustainable. I, I like. you know, yeah, there are there are truly wonderful collectors here, and there is this sort of idea that. There isn't. They may be in smaller quantities, but they are just some of the most kind of like intellectually nourishing people I've encountered in this in this world and industry. And I feel pretty good about the quality of collecting here. I, I think it's also um, there are very many different segments. And I think increasingly there are many different art worlds. And in a sense, that's a great relief because we're there's not this inference that we're all participating in the same set of kind of values and the coordinates between those things are shifting and it kind of, yeah, I, I think this is kind of a more recent realization that, um, yeah, that's interesting. There are multiple art worlds. I think it, I always think that's interesting in that it does allow for, like you said, like different, you know, not to be totally siloed mm-hmm. on different things. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to show here at Felix? There's we, an art fair. art fair in a while. There is an art fair. Um, we are showing three artists, three Los Angeles-based artists. Excellent. The aforementioned Fiona Connor, mm-hmm. Johnny Negron, and Parker Ito. Amazing. Uh, I met Johnny the other night at the gallery. Great oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. guy. Super, super nice guy. Uh, hopefully he'll be around. You know, like He will you know. be. Great, great. I mean, I yeah, I've talked to a lot of people who are just really excited to show LA artists at the fair obviously yes. all of the galleries in the fair are from Los Angeles and uh it's just great how like naturally people are just like okay let's go this mm-hmm. is in LA for LA collectors let's do it for LA artists too um and then you you have the occasional 
interlopers like myself and Benjamin, but hopefully we're few and far between. No, <laughs> home, I love, I love an interloper. <laughs> it's, 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 nice to, it's nice to I, see the people. You know, I never go away during summer because people come to LA and right. it's such a, this kind of like, um, recirculation and so what just, it, how it changes the city. You just did come to New York because one of your artists, Van Hanos, has a great show up. Yes. And we partied at the Bowery, which we was did. a lot of fun. It know. was. That was, as much as this is a coming out party for for LA, that party at the Bowery was probably the coming out party mm-hmm. for New York City. And It was the first party with like past hors d'oeuvres and drinks as opposed right. to like a seated dinner. Exactly. And like, it's just, I think it's cool that you were there to see it because like that really was like a big moment for New York. Yes, like Logsdale would not have missed <laughs> he's, it. He's, he spent three quarters of the year's budget on that party. I, I probably shouldn't <laughs> say that on the air. Actually, <laughs> sorry, love sorry, Alex. Hey, 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 that's <laughs> Thanks not for true. the snack. <laughs> that's, that's what he told me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, dope party, Logsdale. Okay. We loved it. <laughs> we'll be there yeah. anytime. Anytime. Um, anything else we missed? What are you excited about in Los Angeles in the world of culture, politics, food? Yeah. Like anything, or if you coming out, out of the anyone, pandemic? This is this is the shout out period. Where you get to just like, or or if you want to call out anyone who is you know, who fucked you over or something, yeah, you can use initials. <laughs> like, <laughs> who lives haters? Really? <laughs> no one. They look at how I know, lovely she I is. Who's she not getting along with? Come on, bro. No, I'm sure <laughs> I have like, haters. I hope to. What have you achieved if you don't have haters? I but know. um, we have haters. Who who, who do we ever? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what do I want to shout out in Los Angeles? Um, you know, I do have to say I have really come to treasure um, colleagues this year, fellow galleries, fellow dealers through the process of the Gallery Association and this kind of like level of collegiality so has been astounding and um, yeah, has really like buoyed many of us kind of emotionally and just um, practically. Have you, when, if ever, will you be able to go back to Australia? I did go. Oh, yeah. At, we, <laughs> I went at the beginning of this year. I went in March. Okay, okay you and I, down. Yeah, oh. so I, it was, I realized that I was getting to the point where it was the last time that I could foresee that I could burn two weeks in quarantine and then spend another two weeks with my family, and I did it. A joy. I'm glad you got, got that down because it seems like things are like, I don't want get into London now. Yeah. As we, of like, as oh, a, like uh, August 1 or something, August 2nd, yeah. something like that. Let's uh, go. You're up. I'm, I'm going to wait to the Europe. autumn myself. I'm pretty into August as a relaxing mode. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, London in August. August in London. <laughs> yeah, that sounds brutal. I was in uh, London in August. Mm, warm back. beer. It was just, oh, God, the soupiest. All right. We, All right. I know you're busy. We're taking up enough of your time. You are amazing. I love your project and, and what you do and the passion. And Thank really you. The intelligence and kind of like the... Um, like the real thoughtfulness that, that you put into everything that you do at the gallery. Thank you very Probably much. Probably everything else too. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Don't have to name out. Out. Oh.